Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whatever time it is, wherever you are. Um, this is Help Sheffield podcast, possibly podcast episode number 21. I might have got that wrong. I did on the last one, so I might as well continue getting it wrong forevermore. Um, this evening, we've got um, Elf One, as per usual. We've got um, Elf Dog. I don't think he's ever been given the title, but he's now called Elf Dog, because he's a dog, so he might interject at some point. And then we've got a new Elf. We've got Elf Four. Say hello, Elf Four. There you go. That's L4 in a very shrill voice uh, for some reason. And and we've got, as usual, we have a guest. And our guest today is... Hi, I'm Faye from The Suit Works. Hello, Faye from The Suit Works. And Hello. for those people that don't know what The Suit Works is, please give us a little bit of a summary of who you work for with on behalf of. Hi, yeah, I'm Faye from The Suit Works. For those that don't know, um, The Suit Works is a charity based in Sheffield. What we do here, we provide smartware and interview wear for unemployed people across the city, um, for both men and women. So if they're in a position where they can't otherwise afford a nice outfit um, for their interview, they can come to us, we give them a styling session, We'll talk through their interview with them, um, give them a few tips, give them a bit of a confidence boost, suit and boot them, and then we will see them on their way. And hopefully they'll go away and succeed because they feel confident in this nice new outfit they've got. I'm just intrigued by the words smartware and interview wear. What's the, what's the difference there then? <laughs> smartware or interview wear, what, however you like to refer to it. So. Most of the referrals that come through to us are people that are about to go to a job interview. So obviously we'll kick them out in interview wear. If they succeed at interview or if there's someone else separately who are going on an apprenticeship and they need smart wear for an office job, they can, they can come back to us when they've succeeded at interview or before okay. they start their apprenticeships so then we'll give them in the case of men you know smart trousers a couple of shirts in the case of women some nice dresses whatever they feel comfortable in so you said there about your referrals coming from um people going for interviews you said job centers so how who can refer themselves to this or who can refer others to this service so at the minute we have around 30 referral agencies and the bulk of our referrals do come from job centres around the city um, or they did before Covid hit <laughs> so um, but we get referrals from charities that are working with younger people you know homeless people people who have been through addiction people maybe um, leaving prison we've recently dressed a group of young people who do a course through the Prince's Trust Okay. So that course is usually a 12-week course with South Yorkshire Police and South Yorkshire Fire. Um, and it's a 12-week sorry, 12-week team building course. They learn social skills, work school skills, practical skills. And at the end of this 12 week, they have a lovely, lovely um, awards ceremony at the town hall where it's recognised what they've done, what they've took part in. And we dress all these young people, usually aged between 16 to 24, we dress them all ready for their awards ceremony. And that's specifically for the courses, the needs limit generally for people who are referred to is just whoever comes through your door, you clothe them. 
Is it, repeat that again, sorry. Sorry, I just said, is there an age limit? You said 16 to 24, that's just specifically for that course, but anybody yeah. can be referred. The youngest we've had is 16, obviously school leavers are either going straight into work or ready for apprenticeships and they've not got the funds, you know, to get themselves prepared for it. Um, so 16 upwards, no upper limit. <laughs> okay. Um, I, did, I did mention before we started this, I'm starting to ask two questions on the podcast. So the first one is, what can you do to help Sheffield? Which I suppose you've answered in the sense that you can have certain targets of groups, you will address them and send them off on their interview rate. But the other one was going to be, what can Sheffield do for you as a charity? How can people get involved? How can people help you um, get the word out, I suppose? Do you yeah, I think, I, I think the easiest thing and the most practical thing is, yeah, getting the word out. And obviously we're, quite, so we're on social media quite a bit. Um, we've sort of using that a lot more this year. So the easiest thing people can do, if they see a post from us that's requesting either donations or, you know, support or sponsorship of some sort, even if they can't help, just sharing our posts, just spreading the word helps us massively. Um, and we've seen an increase, I think, over, COVID, over you know, the lockdown, we've seen an increase, you know, over a thousand percent, especially on Twitter, in terms of engagement. And a result of that has been clothing donations. We've had masses, as you can imagine, after yeah. lockdown. We've also had cash donations, um, which is just fabulous. But when people see what we do online, it makes them want to sort of get involved so if you're listening to this and you think well i've got no no clothes to donate i've got no cash to to donate to the fund they've got going just share one of our posts because one share will go miles you know and it, it does masses for us so obviously you've got people coming into you to take clothing away from you you mentioned there about people giving clothes to you so where do you get your donations from members of the public and any others or yeah so there's usually sort of three areas there's individuals and that's where we get the bulk um, of our donations from and as i said at the minute um because of lockdown people have had a huge clear out people aren't going to be going into the office for you know another few months um so they're clearing out all their smartware so a lot of it is through um individuals we also had um lots of organizations running what we call clothing drives for us okay. so they would have a set couple of days out of the month they do this every six months and say to everybody bring in all your clothes to the office that you don't wear anymore um that could be donated to the suit works and we had places like aviva um nhs across the city erwin mitchell's um, loads of organisations would run these clothing drives. We also have the odd donation from retailers. Okay. But that probably takes up the sort of smallest chunk of what sort of where our donations come from. But we get the odd sort of you know end of line things like that. Okay. So um, where would people drop off clothes if they've got any? If this is um, encouraging anyone to get involved. So if you've got donations you'd like to drop off, you can bring it directly to us and we're based um, on Mowbray Street. If you have a look on our website, all the details are there. If so it's an issue, it get, 
I was going to ask what your website is while you were there, but carry on. <laughs> Sorry. If if uh, if it's an issue getting to us, um, Goodman Sparks, the dry cleaners, are based on Ecclesall Road and at Meadowhead. So they've got two branches and they take in our donations. Um, and as I said, all our details for the donations, if you need to get to them, are on our website and that's suitworks.co.uk. Is that the same um, address for your Twitter? You're on Twitter at, at Suitworks? We're on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram and they're all at the Suitworks. Okay, We're very great. easy to find on there, I think, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found you. In fact, I first encountered Vanda at um, Sheffield Soup. So she did a yeah. pitch to get uh, money when she first started the mission because uh, she's seen the idea somewhere else, I think. Um, and basically yeah, she, she'd... Um, I think she'd reach, she tells this story a lot better, um, <laughs> but she um, she found herself sort of, I think she was made redundant and she thought, right, what am I going to do with life? She won't mind me saying this, Vanda is fabulous and she, she's lived such a ridiculously amazing life. She's, <laughs> she's honestly, she's, she's ridiculous, she's done everything and I only found out the other day that once upon a time she was a, a milk lady. And she run a milk cart off the road, so, but anyway. <laughs> but, you know. yeah, so she, 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 she found herself with a bit of spare time and she did a bit of work experience at Suited and Booted in London, okay. and, which is a very similar thing. And she thought, yeah. right, I'm going to bring this to Sheffield. So she did, and that will be where you met her at Sheffield Soup, where yeah. she pitched, and that's where it all started. And now she's flying. Have you... You've, you're in a different venue to when you first started. Have you moved an upgrade because you had? We're very venue? close to where we were. It's just literally okay. a, a different, a, a different unit, a larger unit because we we launched the ladies section last year, and that's yeah. where I came in. Um, so Vanda had ho always dressed men for four years, um, and obviously people had always said, "Where's the service for women?" But yeah. obviously Vanda had always been on her own and. I met Vanda through a mutual friend, heard about what she did. Um, I was doing a bit of work in the charity sector at the time. And I said, look, if you're going to launch this for women, get me on board, please, please. Because I just loved <laughs> the idea of it. It just brought everything together for me. Um, so she did. So she did. It was one of those conversations. It's like, right, come on, you're on board. And then in August, we finally launched for women. And that's when we moved to a larger um, premises just to fit all the clothes in. <laughs> so, so what's your what's your client base now? If, do you call people clients? Is that the word? Yes, you use? we do call yeah. them clients. Yeah. yeah. Um, what percentage split? So, you are you looking for more women's clothes or men's clothes, or is it just working out fairly well at the moment? Well, if if we go into the nitty gritty of donate donations, now I'm a woman, so I can say this: <laughs> women women can be more difficult to dress. And that's purely because we have that many options. And it's a sweeping generalisation because it's not this easy. But if someone's looking for a suit, a suit is a suit. And if we can get the right size, a suit's a suit. So you cut out all the, oh, do you want a skirt? Do you want a dress? Do you want a... So when it comes to women, we need to be ready for every eventuality. You know, the press, we want, we want people, men and women, to leave the suit works feeling comfortable and feeling like themselves so we don't want to shoehorn 
a lovely woman into a dress when she never wears dresses just because yeah. that's the only thing that fits her because that, she's not that's not going to give her confidence in her interview so when we go back to the donations i would say yes to women's wear particularly the very small sizes and the larger sizes and same for men as well we do really well in the middle ground yeah. um but the smaller sizes as you can imagine when we're dressing the the really younger ones um it helps to you know that we have the smaller suits and then right at the other scale at the other end of the scale we want the larger sizes so i'd say big yes to women's wear for men's wear at the minute we need smaller larger sizes and shoes 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 we need shoes as many <laughs> shoes as possible <laughs> um, yeah yeah so what you mentioned in there briefly that you did sort of a like a makeover what does that entail do you fully you do haircuts, you go that far? We, we don't do haircuts, but we'll help them along the way. If they, if they need haircuts, we will sort of, you know, guide them to places that will offer them haircuts. So what will happen at an appointment with us, they'll come to, it's very informal, very informal. They'll come to us, I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak about this as though it's pre-COVID by the way, because obviously things are changing yeah. for us at the minute. So. They come to us, they'll sit down, have a cuppa, um, we'll go through a, a, a referral form, which is basically getting their details and just getting a feel for who they are, for you know what they want to wear. As I, as I said previously, we don't want to shoehorn them into something that they don't feel comfortable in. Yeah. Um, so we have to find that balance. You'll find, you know, with the younger lads who are fabulous, will come in and say I've, I've never worn a suit before or I don't really want to wear a suit I'm only wearing it because I've got to and then <laughs> we'll say come, come on then and once you get to know the personality you know if you can be cheeky and try and force a pink shirt on them or a you know a flowery tie and nine times out of ten nine and a half times out of ten we get it right and they look in that mirror and see that transformation and you can see the shoulders go back the confidence they start getting the phone out to take selfies um so yeah each appointment lasts about an hour and we usually have an absolute ball with them we really do <laughs> do you do stories of them on instagram or do you have to get permission for people you are you reluctant to do that or yeah we we have to get permission and there's different levels um so we obviously use case studies for things like funding so we have we will make clear to the clients you know we'll say can we have a quote from you or can you give us a ring next week and let us know how you've got on at your interview when we receive any feedback from clients we will always say do you mind if we use this as an anonymous case study yeah. or do you mind if we use your photo um, online so where we can we will use the case studies online with funders but obviously we need permission and as you can understand, sometimes people really aren't in a position where they want to be put on, you know, Twitter or, you know, whatever else. Around the world. <laughs> do you, um, you mentioned something about having sponsors earlier. Do you have a ongoing sponsorship or is it you just close in, close out? Obviously, your money side of it works. No, in, t in terms of sponsors, um, we have and if anybody's interested they can get in touch with us directly this is probably particularly aimed at businesses and organizations 
and we get businesses coming to us saying how can we help we've got no clothes to give you you know we don't just want to you know just send a check or, or whatever so we we work out sort of the cost per client you know what it costs us to dress a client um taking everything into account you know all the overheads um so businesses can sponsor a client they can sponsor two they can sponsor three you know we, we had a business before that would sponsor an event we were running um so things like that but we have individual conversations with businesses to see what would suit them and yeah. how they want to sponsor and support us um but at the end of the day the cold hard truth is we need money <laughs> <laughs> it does tend to come down to that at some point unfortunately um, yeah can individual sponsor an individual or do you, do you tend to keep it to yeah individuals can um I mean, for example, and I know you're aware, aware of this, Elf number one. Um, we run a campaign over um, lockdown where our delightful chair, Alex Swallow, did um, oh, yes. <laughs> a, a ridiculous walk and he ended up in Sponge, SpongeBob Square pants, pants at some point. So I don't know how we got away with that. But anyway. We ran a campaign for that, so obviously people sponsored us, but after the campaign had finished, we did have individuals contact us and say, look, we've heard about you from all the coverage, you know, you know, on Twitter or in the paper, in a magazine, can we send you some money? And of course, yes, you can. <laughs> so we do have individuals um, who will get involved. We have a couple of, again, anonymous individuals who are wonderful wonderful people who just want to give a bit, bit back so they quietly do do so, so i was just wondering about whether i want to sponsor an individual and want to see their story from start to finish and then just just send all the happy ones where they get the job and then they become settled for life or whatever that kind of story is it yeah I mean, I mean we've done that before we had um we had lots of suits from um Bizarrely, the shopping centre in Nottingham, into they okay. donated lots of suits, and obviously they wanted to donate these suits, but they, they were clear in saying, you know, we'd we'd love a case to do from this. So if we know beforehand someone wants to get involved to follow a story, we can yeah. make sure as his clients are coming through, we can explain that to clients and say, would you be interested in being our story? Some say yes, some say no, and it's fine either way. You know, it's about, at the end of the day, it's about the client and it's about that fine balance of, yes, we want sponsors and donations, but we need to make sure the clients are happy and comfortable. So. Great. Um, I think that covers what I was going to ask you. I don't know if there's anything else you want to throw in completely randomly that my questions haven't prompted in you. No, I think you put me on the spot now. I think we've I think we've covered everything. <laughs> I'll obviously click the cross and say goodbye, and then I'll think, oh, why didn't I say that? No, I think as I said before, for just people to you know keep on supporting us and to spread the word, you know, to let people know that we're here. If yeah. individuals, um, if they're not under the job centre, if they're not under any organisations or charities, but they're still listening and thinking. I could really do with this help. Um, yeah. Please, individuals can get in touch with us, and we'll sort the referrals out. At, you know, another day. But yeah, everybody just keep supporting the suit works. And thank you, Elf One, um, and I'm sure Elf Four 
for all your support <laughs> on, you know, in the past, during lockdown over Twitter. We really appreciate it. Oh, I might just make a mention at the end of this that um, very soon Elf One might be um, looking for some work himself. So um, if anybody's got any jobs out there that involve anything, then I'll just throw that one in there. Um, get in touch with me on Twitter. <laughs> you, well, you, know, you know where to come for a suit? On the really? house. <laughs> I don't have a suit anymore. My only suit I've decided to rip doing something in Drunken. I can't remember what. Um, so hey, You've given us an enormous amount of support, so the least we could do, come in and we'll give you some shiny shoes and a suit. Come on. <laughs> I've got some shoes. Um, they're, they're both brown, but I think one's been in the sun longer than the other. One's a light brown and one's a dark brown. And I didn't notice for that two years. Have you got different shoes on? They're that different. <laughs> no idea. Well, do you know earlier when I was referring to once we know someone's personality, we'll try and force a really bright tie on them or something. Yeah. You'll be the next one. You come in and you can, <laughs> you can have the full works as long as we get to have some fun with some colourful shirts and ties with you. Case <laughs> study of how we butchered an elf's lack of um, fashion sense <laughs> even further. Um, right then, Faye, um, just to remind us where we can find you on social media and the world, just so people um, get into the end of thinking I'll look this up. Right, so yeah, you can find us across social media, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, search The Suit Works and we are there. If you have a look on our website, thesuitworks.co.uk, we've got lots of information on there. We're currently trying to update it, so if anyone's interested in uh, giving us a helping hand with the, the website update, you know. Oh, I do know someone um, that's just got a website done for nothing from a very nice charitable business. If I can put you in touch with them, if you could, that that would be. I think I saw that on Twitter the other day, and I thought, <gasps> so yes. Yes, I, I won't mention later. the money in case that's not what they do. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. Um, totally I know, understand. I know they have someone else out that I'm aware of. Um, if anybody's had any um, noises on that recording from Elf Dog, I can't edit the Elf Dog out. The Elf Dog wanted to join in. He wanted to chew his bone. It's just been an absolute harmony this evening. No, I'm yeah. I'm pleased. I'm pleased that I'm part of an episode with a dog in the background. I'm really pleased. <laughs> he, he appeared in episode five, I think, and episode three, and I think he was what on one episode in the pub once. He's um he's quite a regular feature. Someone actually oh. did tweet and say, "I'm missing Elf Dog." Although he wasn't called Elf Dog then, he's just called Elf Dog. He's oh. um, a, a minor celebrity in his own right. Well, Good little... on him. <laughs> I know he swore then. Right, um, thank you very much, Faye. I will call that a end of a session. I'm supposed to say something at the end of each podcast. Thank you. I never remember what it is. Um, Elf 2 reminds me every time, and I don't, still don't know what it is, but neither does he. So... <laughs> I'll leave it at that. I'll edit that. I'll chuck it on that internet web. So that will be episode 21 podcast, Help Sheffield with Faye Mellors from The Suit Works. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank no you. No problem. Cheers. Good night. See you later. Bye. -bye. Bye, -bye. Bye, -bye. Bye, -bye.